0: Welcome to That America Football Show. Uh, today we are joined by special guest Ben Allsop from At The UK Redskin. Uh, it's one of the best Washington Twitter pages in the UK. Uh, ben, thanks for coming on tonight. Uh, how are you doing? Yeah, good, man. What about you guys? Yeah, I don't know about the other guys, but I we think we've all been having a good time. We're all merry. Yeah, all good. Um, so, obviously... There's been a lot of talk about the Redskins. Are probably the the team that are being most discussed right now, with a couple of different things going on within the team. So um, we'll just kind of start. And I know about an hour ago, Adam Schefter actually reported earlier uh, the team is uh, effective immediately now called the Washington Football Team. uh, Prior to adoption of a confirmed new name, Uh, and the color scheme jerseys not changing, but the helmets logo is going to be replaced by. Uh, the players numbering gold, uh, what do you kind of think about that? What do you think about the, the name change kind of in general? And what, what are you hoping for?
1: Well, I think with the um, the name change of the Washington football team, I think it's probably quite a good idea because there was a load of different names floating around and I've, I've seen at least three or four fans absolutely hate every single one of the names that has been suggested. So I don't like, I don't think there's any need to rush into it. I think to be Washington football team for a year, just while the rebranding is going on, I think that wouldn't be such a bad idea, because to rush it would be in in this current circumstance with the team, it'll be a bad idea because something something will go wrong as it always does with Absolutely.
0: the you, you think they're going to play the whole season as the Washington Football Team? Yeah, mm. I do. That's what that's what a lot of the um,
1: the media in Washington seem to have got the idea of. They're, saying, they're thinking that they're going to take the season to get like. Um, the players' views, the fans' views, the media views, and then creating all at the end of the season and then just suggest a new name.
0: That's the smartest
1: thing
2: I've heard so far. <laughs> yeah, I know. It gives commentators and everyone time to forget the Redskins' name as well because they're going to be so concentrated, according to Washington, they're not going to get the nickname wrong. So it's actually, that's actually quite a smart move.
1: Yeah, it is it is it's it's, it's gonna be hard for us people to actually run pages though because yeah <laughs> to, like to just be named Washington you don't know what to change your handle to you don't know what to you just don't know how to, how to brand yourself I'm stuck on that at the moment so if anyone's got any ideas or what is watching this uh, chuck it over to my Twitter page because I'm out of ideas
2: <laughs> Don't ask me I owned at San Antonio Raiders for a while I took a chance <laughs> of moving to San Antonio that never worked out.
3: <laughs> with, with the name change, with then like the likes of the Hogs and stuff, with like the, the the fan nicknames and stuff have to change then as well, also?
1: Uh, you mean a lot like all of the stuff like with it, like the Hogs? Yeah. No, I, th- I think I think they'll change. I think they'll stay. I think they'll keep everything like that's what I that's what I've been trying to explain to people that you see like the the, the the name change doesn't erase erase the history of the team. So, the like the Hogs were like them um, this, especially the offensive line in the '80s. There's nothing erases that. You, if you've got a name that's linked to the Hogs, then just keep it because that's it's pretty non-offensive and it's, yeah, it's a part. Definitely. It's a part of the original the, fran, the franchise's history. So I think that's a, okay. to keep that kind of thing, which is why I wish I had have thought of something like that before, rather than just being the Redskins. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I think I agree. Being a supporter of a team that's changed places and uh, a lot of people have said, oh, well, were you a Los Angeles fan and Oakland fan? No, I'm a fan of the team. And if they change their name from the Raiders, the history is still there. They've still got the same with the Washington team. You've still got the Super Bowls you've won. No one's taking those away from you. It's just the nickname of that team is changing. So it's still the same team, just with a different nickname. It's pretty.
1: It's pretty sad that people. It's pretty sad people that have gone along like and have that kind of view. Because so I was, I was having a bit of a spot with a guy on um, this other fan page that's got a lot more followers than me on um, Instagram. and He was saying how he's no longer going to be a fan of the team and he's just going to like disband his page and stuff. And I was like, come on! It's like all that hard work and like all the hard work of the people involved in the franchise and the team's gone. The team's gone by, and I think it's such a shame to just say, well, to hell with all that, and we're just going to. We're just going to go and support a different team. Like it just it, it diminishes the team's history, and I think you know, in order to pay respect to the team, which was the Washington Redskins, I think you need to stick strong, be a fan through it.
4: What was his reasoning for that? Was it just like simply because the name changed, or was it just like everything that's sort of like behind it?
1: Nah, this this is what I don't understand. This is what I don't understand because a lot of people who um who are getting annoyed about the name change have got no real reason for it other other than the Redskins are the team that they support, so they're not going to support a team called a different name. And they were call a lot of people who disagree with the name change were calling people babies when they were saying that the name shouldn't be allowed. And then they've spat the dummy out and said, Oh, I don't want to be here. I don't want to be part of this team if it's not called the Redskins and we've gone on a big huff about it. I just don't like it's so
3: hypocritical. So you were saying that some people don't don't like they don't they can't really come to terms with the name change. I know it's something that, you know, it does happen in US sports a fair amount, but it's not something that tends to happen in European sports an awful lot. Do you think it's maybe because it's a concept that as a European fan or as a, a UK fan, it's unfamiliar to people because it's not something they're usually familiar with? Because a lot of the football teams, like like soccer teams and stuff, they've had their names for hundreds of years. It's not like like teams just rebrand themselves very often over over the decided upon
1: Yeah, yeah, I I do understand that. Like, I know, I understand that I'm, I know I'm a a big fan and I'd like, I support, well, my my football, my soccer team is Newcastle, Newcastle United, and I really do support Newcastle and I've had a season ticket there. But I'd say now I'm more of a fan of the Washington than I am of Newcastle. And, However, I don't live there. It's not like they're not my home team. Mm-hmm. So I may, maybe maybe sometimes I do have to think more about like the people who've supported the, red, the Redskins for that long, but I, I still do believe that if, if someone if something was well, you you Mike actually read that, um, rebranded St. James's Park as Sports Direct Arena for a, a while, and I yeah, still after, I still went to the games. I like I still support the team because you, you're a community. You should be a community as a fan base and you should all help each other and like rem- remember the good times as a fan base rather than just going in a mood and forgetting about the team. You've got to stay strong while the team's
0: going through bad times, which
1: the Washington franchise really is at the moment.
0: Yeah, and you especially mentioned that people that are willing to just throw away that history. Redskins have one of the better histories of any team. Like, especially if you, if you're looking at the seventies, eighties times that, like with the hogs and stuff, they were an absolute powerhouse. So why would you want to forget it? Yeah. They're the, one of the older teams, one of the older teams in the NFL. And the go, it's going
1: to be the same team. It's just going to be under a different name. So I'd like, and it's, it's for the right reasons though. This is what people aren't, this is what people aren't getting into their mind. Like, I really, I'm, I'm currently in the middle of writing an article like article titled, As a Passionate Fan, Why Do I Agree That The Name Change Is Necessary? Because, like, also, being a, I've been a history student and an American history student, so I, I, I understand why the name is wrong. I don't think people are understanding it. The people are trying to, like, fit these studies that have been commissioned by Dan Snyder to look like the name's okay, but it's not. It's just not. It's it's all Dan. It's all Dan Snyder. The owner's. He's trying to manipulate things to make it look like it's okay. But I do understand why people have got ties to the name and are feeling quite sentimental. Because I'm feeling quite sentimental because I started supporting the Washington Redskins. But times are changing. You you need to understand. The fans need to understand it and just get on with supporting Washington.
0: So from an actual name change basis, obviously, that there's been loads of names thrown about. Um, do you think because some of the, the like, top uh, betting names, for example, are the Red Tails, uh, the Red Clouds, the Warriors and actually the Hogs? Uh, obviously, there's, there's loads after that are more to do like with presidential or kind of political things like senators or presidents and whatnot. Do you think that they're going to try and maybe stick to a, a name that begins with red? Because I've seen like the Red Wolves thrown about, which I think was still kind of sticks to the same theme, but it, it's no longer uh, a quote unquote offensive or a slur.
1: I love the Red Wolves. I really do. I think the Red Wolves is a great name. And it's also this one of the, um, I saw some a post on Twitter the other day that was something to do with like, um, a ritual about when a Native American dies that turn into, like, a, a wolf in the afterlife or something like that, which would be a really okay. cool... Yeah. Like, a really cool no, way of good. saying, like, that's, it's the death of the, na- like, the Native name and the birth of, like, the after the Native names. So I think it's really cool. But also, a lot of the um, designs that came out on the social media sites by the guys that do all the um, kit swaps and stuff have looked really cool, and cool logos and stuff. I'd like to personally see the um, the red kept... I think it's... You can still have the um, hashtag HTTR, which is, like a very, like, Washington... It's, it's, it's a known fact that Washington is HTTR, and you'll be able to keep that. You could redesign the logo with an R on the helmet, which has been, like, you can you can still get merch now with the R on for the Washington. I think it is a good idea to keep the red in it. I don't like Warriors. I really don't. I don't like red tails, either. I like red wolves. I like red hawks, but there's already a bird in our division, and there's a lot of birds in the NFL, so it would be a bit... I do. I'm, I'm a fan of Red Wolves and i, I it takes something big f- to knock Red Wolves for me.
0: Okay. Yeah, I, I agree. There is already a very good bird team in the division.
2: I think at the moment... The I'm I'll just ignore Adam for a minute. Uh, <laughs> at the moment, in the current political climate, I don't think presidents, generals, Lincolns or senators, I think uh, they're going to get given a swerve. Yeah, yeah.
1: You don't want you don't want to be have another um, another name change in a year after. when Yeah,
3: Donald,
1: exactly. Like, like the president at the minute would signify that we're going to be the Washington Donald Trumps, which you don't really want.
3: <laughs> <laughs> like you said, the narrative of a rebirth and sort of another life and the the, the thing with the wolf and that, I think it would be quite quite fitting, like you said, and it would be quite a good a good story to sort of take on and and to grow from and mm-hmm. to to put this in the rear view Like I, I like that idea. Yeah,
1: it's very cool.
0: So after the, the name change announcement, there was uh, an article published in the Washington Post uh, regarding kind of claims of a uh, toxic culture and uh, like racism and sexism within the, uh, the organization uh, as a kind of podcast, we're not going to go specifically into the, the uh, the kind of allegations and things like that. We're going to try and avoid that. But do you think this is going to put the pressure on kind of Dan Snyder to potentially sell the team? Cause I know from from an Eagles' point of view, and kind of just listening to all of NFC East news, the feelings towards Dan Snyder are pretty uh, Greg. Like that, he's not liked to say the least by most people I see. Is that something you could see happening, or will it happen? Or
1: I I hate Dan Snyder. I I, <laughs> I hate Dan Snyder, but he's not selling the team. He's just such a stubborn guy, and he's such a a powerful man he's, he's not going he's not going to sell the team he's managed to like through through scandals about the name there's been scandals about the name going since for uh, 10, 10 plus years yeah. and he's still he still managed to keep it for this long he's not going to sell the team because he he manages to um spin things as well so with this scandal that's came out in the Washington post he's um he's he's fired all these guys one of them left Larry Michael one of them left he's fired all these guys before the posts came out so it's his way of saying, oh, like I'm changing the culture of the team. I've already started this culture change. I don't want to be like this. So he's got all these guys out before they can come out and say more or before it got to the point when it came out and then he had to sack them. So he looks like he had to do it. He looks It looks like he's trying to do it. He he will have known this post was coming out and that's why he sacked them before it came out to make him look like the good guy. And he's, doing, he's done the same with this... Um, I do agree with what they've done with the Washington football team with like the way of like deciding the name and make sure we've done go the right down the wrong avenue. But but the teams came out and said, um, so we're gonna discuss with the fans, we're gonna discuss with the players and make sure we change the right name for everyone. He's just he's a really good talker and he, he managed to get like a lot of a lot of people on side when really he's just you just you can't trust Dan Snyder at all. I, he's not gonna sell the team, but you really can't trust him like as, even as a fan, he's just He's not he's not a good guy he's not a good guy at all but I don't think the team can get sold unfortunately
2: so it was interesting in the statement that you put out when he said they were going to review the name the first person people he mentioned were sponsors so none of this unless a sponsor does threatened to pull the money none of this would have happened you'd still be carrying on but because sponsors threatened to pull money out that's when he decided to take action
1: yeah obviously obviously you don't like I... I don't like. No one condones what's happened because it's. It's. If you read that Washington Post article, it it, it's it's sick what some of the guys have been doing. But for me, in defence of the Washington franchise, I'm not willing to believe that there's been so much of this going on in other organisations throughout the NFL. I thoroughly believe in the likes of the Patriots. It's already starting to come out, speaking with the Jets about some um, the owner being involved in some kind of um, sexual and racial abuse. I think that the Redskins have been honed in on because of what's been going on at the moment with the name change and stuff like that. But at the same time, if you get when you get found out for doing something that bad, it's, it, you just get focused on and I, I do think the right decisions were made. And I think that Dan Snyder should have really thought about some of the team, but again, he's a stubborn guy and he's not going to.
4: I think this is going to be like the, like the opening to a lot more teams being found out. You mentioned there, you know, it's not just Washington. They've been homed in on, I completely agree. I think there's going to be a lot more coming out in the next sort of year or so. And good, really, you know, you want to try to stop that sort of stuff.
0: Yeah, there's some news kind of coming out about the Jets owner, Woody Woody Johnson. Uh, there's kind of more racist and sexist kind of allegations coming out of there, which of course he's denied. So I think you're right. This is going to start showing the cracks through some teams. Good. Yeah, true. Yeah.
3: I think that this could create then like a chain reaction throughout the league where it, it's a chance for them to sort of find out and sort of bring all of this stuff to light and then to sort of get rid of these old older owners and sort of bring in, bring in some new ones, maybe. Well,
1: the Redskins start hiring um, these. Um, they've hired the, the female head of, um, head of media called um, Julie Donaldson. She's, she's really good. She's actually she worked for NBC and she's going to be like the new um, sort of voice of the team. So it's, um, it's okay. I'm, I'm glad that they've hired her because she's she's a good she's a good journalist. But again, in what mode has it been done by Dan, by Dan
0: Snyder? Do you think then? Because personally, I'm a big fan of Ron Rivera. Uh, he, when he came to the Panthers, obviously, he he did kind of instantly change the culture uh, around getting like keekley and Newton in there. Do you think Dan? Because when that hire happened, I thought, and then Bruce Allen went away. I thought wow Dan Schneider's actually made a positive change to the team uh, and with all the, the reports that I saw were like he is getting a lot more power than uh, like Jay Gruden and stuff. Do you think like looking forward in the next like 2 3 years there is going to be a big culture shift within the team?
1: Yeah, I think I, I, again I don't think Dan is a good guy, but I think maybe all of this happening and him being in the limelight has given him a bit of a shock. And I think to give Ron Rivera all a lot of more um power is a, a really good move, admittedly for everyone involved, because with Bruce Allen and then Jay Gruden next thing down, it was it was an absolute disaster. Like if there's anything that ever wanted me to stop supporting the Redskins at the time it would have been Bruce Allen and Jay Gruden. They just I just hated them so much. The Jay Gruden, I don't know if we've got any Jags fans here, but Jay Gruden Gruden is like is an absolute disaster. Um, I fail to believe that in that post that came out, the three of them weren't guilty of something because Jay Gruden, Bruce Allen, and Dan Snyder. Because there's been pictures that circulated of Jay Gruden talking, like he's got a wife and kids and talking to like young girls in the club and smoking and. Oh, he's, just, he's just a weird, weird guy. But Ron Rivera is a guy who comes in with um, a lot of personality. Even if you, if you watch him on Hard Knocks, he's such a great guy with all the players, whether they're experienced players, troubled players, the other coaches. He just seems like a really likeable guy to be around. And I think you could change the culture if given, you've got to really give him three years, no matter what the results are, at least to get a bit of a culture shift within the
2: organisation as a whole, really. It's kind of ironic because on the field, looking at your team now, you've got a cracking team coming up with yeah. with Rivera. What are your thoughts on the team going into next season if there's a next season?
1: Uh, well, the, the defence looks good. I think you, you've you got to argue if you look at the Redskins on paper, we've got the top, top three D-line in the league with um, Payne, Allen, Chase Young, Ioannidis, Sweat, Kerrigan. It looks, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's an immense D-line and that could free up some room for the linebackers and the secondary to perform a bit more. Bit thin on secondary. We've got Landon Collins, we've got Kendall Fuller's back again, um, Fabian Murrow. I don't know, the secondary is a bit weak. It's, it's the offense that I worry about, though, to be honest. It's the,
3: the, do, you, do you not think Dwayne is your guy then? Is it, or is it in other areas of the offense where you feel a bit more concerned? For me, I, I'm, I'm still on the fence.
1: About Dwayne, I think he's got a really high ceiling, but he's got a really low floor. He's not one of these guys either. He's like, I do think he's got high ceiling to like, if he reaches his potential, gets the right weapons, gets the right training, I think he could be a top ten QB in the future. But at the same time, in two years' time, he could be a second or third string QB on a team. Like, it's just it depends. It depends how he, how hard he works. How, but that's why I'm a little bit worried about the offense because we haven't added many weapons. On offense, to be honest, we've had, um we've got a, an absolute boatload of running backs who aren't all going to make the team. We've got Terry McLaurin, who's a stud. He's he's a, he's a great guy. He's going to be he's going to be a top ten receiver in the next. Absolutely,
0: Terry McLaurin's unbelievable.
1: Yeah, a is- quality last season. He's so good. He's so good. And then we've got Stephen Sims as well, who's going to be... A lot A lot of guys have um, tipped him for like a massive breakout year to be really good. But again, that's the only two really guys we've got with it who are like set in stone, really. Because if, if those guys are double-teamed and you've got nothing, then Dwayne's in a bit of a sticky situation because he's not, he's not a QB, QB who can make things happen on his own. Either. He's not like a Lamar Jackson or a Russell Wilson who can buy himself time in need. He needs weapons and I, I just I just don't know whether that what we've got at the moment is enough. Hopefully it is. Hopefully he comes out and he's worked hard in the off-season and he has a great season and then sets himself in stone. But I'm just, I'm a bit unsure.
2: If you break down Haskins' season, I was having a look at his, some of his stats. It's actually, it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Because if you look at it statistically, his first game he played, he threw three interceptions. And he had seven for the rest of the season. So, if you take that off, it's pretty good. And he was rated; his ratings got better the further into the season he goes. So,
1: you know, I think it's a bit early
2: to give up on him just yet.
1: Oh yeah, I I do agree with that. I'm, I, like I am a def- I'm a defender. Of, if you ask me, if someone starts hating on Haskins, I am a defender of Haskins because of because of how bad of a rap he got last season. Really, he did. He didn't. He didn't have anything to work with. His whole offensive line was injured. He's um. Had Avery Peterson, who's he's a saved our team many a time, but he's he's no that guy. Geis was injured, the defense wasn't very good. We didn't have an offensive coordinator, it nothing was there for him, and he still managed to get I think it was um, a ratio of seven and seven on the end of the season. And he had a couple of deep games to end the season off against the Eagles and the Giants as well. I do, I do, I believe in him. I do believe in him. I just I hope that we put the right things around him because Ron's a very defensive minded coach, so with any hope, they can managed to pull something out the bag but I just I really hope that he gets the right things around him to be able to do that
0: yeah he, he, I mean fro- I did watch him kind of especially since we played G first and last and he definitely improved towards the, the latter half of the season like that that was really clear you kind of mentioned Adrian Peterson um, because I, I was looking at your, uh, your running back room it's like Bryce Love Darius Geis and Adrian Peterson are kind of all competing for that starting role but then you Ice, who's been injured twice on the trot now, you've got Adrian Peterson, who's pretty much in the the twilight of his career, and then the the unknown Bryce Love. Who, who do you think's going to be the starting running back?
1: It's it's going to be Geist. There's there's a lot of question marks, in the I do think Guys I'm a little bit similar to Haskins because Bryce uh, Bryce Geist has got um, when the games he's played, if you look at his stats per carry and stuff, it's actually really good. But he's just he's been here for two seasons now, and he's He's played something like four games or something like that. It's, it's not a good amount. I I would question whether Bryce Love even makes a roster personally. Really? I think he's um, he's, he's got niggling injuries that he's he was he tore his ACL, I'm sure, and he missed the full last season of college, which was right, dropped down to like fourth round or something. What we got him in, and then he missed all of last season, and then the question of whether he could be ready for this season. And I just think a guy who's missing over two seasons, I don't know, I don't understand why. You keep him. We've got him. Um, we've got Jaden McKissick as well, who actually thinks. I, I think he could make the roster. And then you've got Antonio Gibson, who's a running back slash receiver. Who's he's, he's gonna be like your um, yeah, third down back slash jet sweep sort of guy. I, it's gonna be guys. It's gonna be Peterson in for a few carries, but it's there's a lot of question marks and. There's so many guys in the even We've got Barber who should play for the Bucks as well. And he's you just don't even know what's going to happen with the running back room. I think your receivers are pretty sick because you've got um you've got McLaurin and Stephen Sims and you've got Gandy Gold, not full thrown pick. That's almost it, but then you've got an absolute abundance of running backs. <laughs> I just you just don't know what I think it's, it'll be guys that starts the season at running back, but I just don't know where we go with the rest of the guys.
3: Oh, you, you mentioned a lot of different guys there so I'm just I'm curious on, on, on your opinion on this who's your your most underrated player on your team at the minute
1: the full team
3: yeah like who, who's the most underrated guy on your roster at the minute and do you think maybe they use him in a in a more effective role
1: It's Steven Sims Steven Sims easily I, I don't like I, obviously because I don't ask a lot of because um, I'm not a uh, podcast myself but like an NFL page I don't ask a lot of other people's opinions on him but for me, Steven Sims. He's just—he's such a good player. He's, he always he will to get over into a special team. He's going to start in the slot this season. I was um, had a bit of an argument with him. Um, you know, Adam Rank and I, Adam Rank. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, felt, um, I had a bit of an argument with him because I—I I called him out on one of his posts because he said Trey Quinn was going to start in the slot for us this season. And I was like, no, he's not. It's going to be gonna be Stephen Sims, and he's going to have a big year. He's been training with um, the guy who trains um, Dez and Antonio Brown and stuff. He's been coaching him in the off-season. Okay. I think he's going, to be, he's going to be a good player this season, Stephen Sims. Um, and I think that our left tackle will be drafted, Sadiq Charles, could surprise a few people as well. Because a lot of Redskins pages have um, another guy starting for us there, kind of Cornelius Lucas, starting the left tackle. But I think it's going to be Sadiq Charles that he starts, and that's going to shock a lot of people this season.
0: Isn't Sadiq Charles? He was like a sixth-round pick. He dropped because of character issues. Yeah, we
1: got him in the fifth round, and he's um he's Joe Burrow's left tackle. And he's yeah. He didn't. He, he had great stats, but what the thing is, the thing is, the character issues. You know what? If he's got a um, guy in the NFL who's got character issues, you often know it's, he's just he's just had a bit of a smoke in college that's <laughs> genuinely what it is. He had a bit of a smoke in college, and that's what the character issues are. But, anyways, Juan Rivera's, um said that he's going to keep him on a short leash. But I still think he starts. I think he's. I think he's more talented than Cornelius Lucas for so the left tackle. So I, I do. I think he starts there this season, and I think he has a good season.
0: I'm interested to to see from kind of another NFC East perspective. Who do you fear most in the division? Are like the Cowboys, Eagles, and Giants? Um, I think I think the giant. I think the yeah, the Cowboys are going to win the division. Wrong answer. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: not what you wanted. <laughs> I'm actually I'm actually a, a stout person who thinks that Eagles are overrated.
4: <laughs>
1: I really yes. I really do. I think I think the Eagles get get a lot of. I think they always manage to somehow scrape something together, and I, I do appreciate I appreciate that fact that they always come back when they're down but I don't know i just i, I think that people, a lot of people think that you think are. most of
0: our fans think we're crap and manage to get it together as well it's mainly people that aren't our fans think we're great and we're like no please don't favor us
1: yeah yeah and a lot of the mits are always uh like saying oh, the, the, you can't you can't count the eagles which you can't but like I don't know i just think a lot of people uh i think i think i don't think we've got any outstanding team in the division really i think this yeah, uh, I think, considering I think, that, year. yeah, I think the Redskins are better than the
0: Giants. Hundred percent. you like you mentioned your D line before, third best D line. Like Kerrigan, for me, would be your most underrated player, even though he's not really underrated. He's absolutely fantastic, just not many people know about him. When you've got 15 other edge edge rushers that are that are well-named. well named. Well,
1: well, if you look at his stats, he's got something like the like third most sacks in the t- in 10 year period behind Von Miller and sort of. I can't remember what the stat is, but it's some kind of amazing
0: stat for Ryan yeah, he, Kerrigan. He's, he's crazy. Like Lane Johnson, our right tackle, he's like, I think the two people he said he hates facing off against are Aaron Donald and Ryan Kerrigan.
1: <laughs> Ryan Kerrigan should have had so many holding penalties Well, he gets held every single play. Every single play he gets held, and like round the neck and over the helmet. Like no, like he never it never gets called. And he's, he should have had a lot more sacks than he has. I appreciate Ryan Kerrigan, but at the same time, he's starting to grow older as well and when you've got Chase Young and Montez Sweat on either side I wasn't a huge fan of Montez Sweat last season I think he had a bit of an underwhelming season I think with Chase Young on one side and Montez Sweat on the other side coming into his second season I think soon Ryan Kerrigan is going to start to fade out of players a bit in favour of those two guys
0: Absolutely yeah no, Like same as you Sweat didn't really do anything for me last year but you could see he was starting to get better throughout the season
2: mm-hmm, Definitely
1: He'll managed to get eight sacks, though. It was it, the, the sacks. It was a little bit sim- quite similar to Haskins' season, though. Where, he, well, on a longer scale, because Sweat played the whole season. But if you look at Sweat's first ten games, it was it was really underwhelming. Even if you like from a like an in-game perspective, if you looked at him, like a lot of the um the elite pass rushers will like get down, will get lowered down, and they'll use their moves and stuff like that. Whereas Sweat was kind of like. Slowly running up to left tackle, stood up and just engaging him, and like then just getting locked up. And you were like, "Well, what are you, what are you actually trying to do here?" But then towards the towards the end of the season, I'd say even the last three or four games, he he started to look a bit better. So with any hope, he carries on the up, like uh, on the up, and can help out with Chase Young and Payne. Pain actually, if you were saying before, who I think the most underrated player is, and I don't know whether "underrated" is the word, but I possibly think Deron Payne could be our best player on the entire team, including Terry McLaurin. I think he's so underrated, Deron Payne. Damn, but it's
0: scary Terry's like he just killed us both games.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, actually, to be fair, I was, I was looking at um, in, like an in-depth analysis of Terry McLaurin on um, YouTube, and it was it was like a video comment something like you you can't you can't cover Terry McLaurin because of the way he plays when we played against the Patriots, although we I think we got beat somewhere like fifty fifty ten or something like that. There was a, a play when Stefan Gilmore like backed off him about ten yards. he was like, he's going to he's going to fly past me here. He's a fast guy. He's just a fast guy. If I stay back, you'll like I can I'll be able to get him. because 'cause I'll be able to approach him. And Terry ran about ten a ten yard and kicking it like an in, in. And he's his footwork and his cuts are just like outstanding as well. He's He's a hard guy. That, that
3: one-handed catch in the end zone, that was that was special. Like, that, one of the best plays I've seen all season. That
1: Against the Packers, was that?
3: I think so, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: he's, um, he's got a, I think, I was—I re- don't know what was the PFF start, it was something like Kyrie McLaurin made the most catch in traffic in the entire NFL or something like that. It was like 67% of his catches were when he was like tightly covered within one yard. Oh yeah, like contested
0: catches, I think I That's saw impressive. that as well. Yeah,
1: That's catches, he was at the top in the NFL, which is amazing for how small he is and how fast he is.
4: Ben, you were talking obviously about you think you're better than the Giants uh, in the NFC East. Like, what sort of record are you hoping for or expecting next year?
1: Uh, there's a difference between expecting and hoping. <laughs> so, <laughs> so hoping, that, I'd say our ceiling, I'd say the ceiling, the very ceiling of the season, if we have a surprise season would be eight and eight or nine and seven, and then I think the lowest, if it, if Dwayne doesn't perform and the O the O line isn't isn't very good, and Terry McLaurin gets doubled every time, and the receivers don't shoot, I think it could be
0: four and twelve. If if you God forbid had one of these terrible seasons, would you want Trevor Lawrence? Nah. Okay.
1: Nah, I just I just think. Personally, I'd, I'd give Dwayne another season and try and get, give him some weapons around it. I think for for me, if I'm talking right now, I, I don't. If it depends on bodies, I guess. If he's, if it's one of those seasons when the whole team doesn't perform and it just doesn't click, I'd give him another season because at, at the moment the offense, it's not, it's not a great offense. It's it's probably one of the worst offenses in the NFL at the moment. So I'd I, do, I don't I wouldn't go for Charles Lawrence. I'd leave it long to rebuild it for another year, but then if he has another bad season when you put more weapons on him then there's nothing he can really do that would be like he's two and a half seasons in yeah
3: I'll tell you what we could do for a bit of fun we could run through the schedule itself if you want and you could sort of give us a, the, each game be a win or a loss literally just got a W or L see how to get on see what you end up with at the end of it see how you feel about it
1: yeah well, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll do it but I've done this before I um, uh, shot myself in the foot with the end um
3: <laughs> well you've done it before what did you get what was your overall sort of record at the end of it
1: I think I got I think I got
3: 5-11 <laughs> okay were well, any games in particular that you were a little bit more maybe conservative with
1: uh, no I would see, see uh, like the page the pages I run the Instagram page and Twitter I, pr- I pride myself on being a realist like yeah. you, you get you get a lot of American like specifically more American fans that are like are quite always like to be quite positive about the teams I don't know, I think, I don't know what' I've been just an English sports fan, it's maybe <laughs> being more of a realist, but like, I always try and be as real as possible, and it, it came out 5-11, and 11 and I'm like, well.
0: Yeah, you're playing the AFC North, aren't you? So we've got the Ravens and the Steelers to play, and the Browns, who, are, who could be a cracking team. hmm yeah, yeah, that's, I'm, I'm not looking forward to playing the Ravens. I'll wait to beat the Ravens, it's going to be like the best, best game of that year. I'm gonna come out to Craig's house and watch it with him.
3: <laughs> I'm quite curious to be honest to see us go up against that, that um Cowboys offense because you know it's it's no secret that their defence is a bit trash at the moment and they've gone gone all in on the offense. So it'll be interesting to see that offense go up against go up against your defence considering it's not looking too shabby itself at the moment. It looks like it's it's only just gotten stronger. We've got a cornerback. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, <laughs> who,
1: who, who did take this? Oh, Darius Slay.
0: Oh, Darius Slay. Oh, that, yeah. that was
1: a big. That was a big matchup last last year. And um, Terry McLaurin against Darius Slay. I don't know. Yeah, if you watched I high, think, think out of
0: all his stuff, Terry McLaurin beat Darius Slay overall. But Darius Slay shit on Amari Cooper, and I was so happy.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I I would be happy about that as well. I don't like the Eagles, but I don't like the Cowboys. Oh, God.
0: The amount of games where we just saw someone <laughs> run past our secondary, and we were like, okay. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it could be at least at least are the Redskins.
0: <laughs> yeah, my my dad's a Redskins fan, so.
1: <laughs> oh well, we've got plenty of time to take the there
0: then. I know, yeah, he's also a Wigan fan, so I've got that as well. Ooh. Oh
1: dear,
0: yeah, not good, not good. Anyway, Ben, it's uh, been a real pleasure having you on the pod. we love love talking the Redskins with you. They're a team I don't think uh, get enough credit. Um, do you want to let our audience know how they can find you and how they can uh, talk to you on the the internet?
1: Yeah, well, at the moment, on the Instagram and Twitter, it's um, at the UK Redskin. And I think I'll give myself um, a week of being just the, um, the UK Washington and then find out one more. <laughs> I'll, probably, I'll probably do a bit of a, um, a rebrand soon. But at the moment, it's the UK Redskin Instagram and Twitter. And yeah, just come and get involved.
0: Yeah, no problem. We'll, we'll make sure we give you a, a new shout-out when the new name comes out so they can all find you. Um, yeah. Again... Thanks, thanks for coming on us uh, we have enjoyed that uh, if you want to catch us make sure you check out our social medias which are Joe
4: yep Twitter and Instagram at T-A-F-S underscore UK and Facebook type in that American Football Show uh, we'll pop up for you
0: and you can also find us on our
2: ever updating website which is Tim AmericanFootballShow.com and if anyone wants to write an article, contribute, just let us know. Just email us on the email on the website and we'll get you on the website.
0: Uh, yeah, next week we're going to be looking at doing uh, our top 10 kind of fantasy picks and who you should be going for and who you should be avoiding and who we think is going to be the sleepers, etc. So uh, look forward to that. Um, we have got some really big news coming out next week as well, so stick around for that. Uh, but from all of us at The American Football Show, thank you for listening and see you all later. boys that was the smoothest sign off so far it was
3: and I was just about to stop you but I didn't want to stop you flow <laughs> I wanted to give my red men a shout out you know what I mean we, we lifted the trophy last night oh. it was wonderful <sighs> and you shot me down I didn't want to stop you flow Adam while you were going like You've got to give Swansea a shout out
4: as well Call mighty f- Swansea so I can't, City I can't even believe, can't even
1: believe that Swansea got playoffs uh, how neither can
4: I we've been shit all season <laughs> <laughs> West Ham survived as well last oh, night oh shit I'm no. <laughs> back I'm back I'm so glad Tim you're still recording
2: oh yeah So right. Yeah. that's yeah, you get me sit on an exercise ball